0: Galnet News Digest, 9th of April, 33:05. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Ashling backs Nova Imperium to overthrow Arissa. Crackers Coneheads concoct Conegate Two. Record repairs from IDA as Indycroft flops. Children of Tothos disarmed in exciting rescue. Ashling Backs Nova Imperium to Overthrow Arissa. Nova Imperium may have been virtually wiped out by Emperor Arissa and Senator Petraeus in January, but the rump of the right-wing supremacist movement may have been given a new lease of life – by the People's Princess. Wiggy Ashling Duval, of the flowing blue locks and the prismatic corset, visited the Paresa system last week, braving an imperial blockade to meet son of her slave Hadrian Duval, who she has now asserted to be her cousin by blood. Ashling, whose father was passed over as Emperor following the death of her grandfather, Emperor Hengist, in favour of Hengist's illegitimate offspring Arissa Lavigny, expressed her fervent hope that attempting to install Hadrian as the new Emperor in place of Arissa will bring the Empire together and heal divisions like nothing else could, except possibly a developer-led event. Cracker's Coneheads concoct Conegate 2. The biscuit munchers at Canon Interstellar are well known for their exquisite judgement about where they shove their megaship, the Gnosis, with a G. Who can forget the rip-roaring success of their jump to the otherwise inaccessible Cone Nebula in September last year? Not only did they fail to make the jump... Their megaship, which was packed to the gunnels with long-range, weaponless exploration ships, was engaged at close range by hundreds of Thargoid Hydra Interceptors, leaving most of those on board with the exciting choice of remaining docked on the besieged megaship and bored out of their minds for a week, or launching to face immediate and inevitable annihilation. Well, now they've hatched an equally silly plan. They've identified two unvisited and as far as they can tell inaccessible stars, HIP-4099 and IRIS-21565-3937, both close to Sol but just a little beyond the longest possible jump range for the current generation of ships, and have requested permission from the Pilots Federation to take the Gnosis and as many exploration ships as they can cram aboard to these otherwise inaccessible destinations. It's possible even likely that these systems contain just a single star, hence the name Operation Cabin Fever. Imagine being trapped for a week. In fact, you don't have to. It'll be just like being an explorer on the Gnosis after the Cone Nebula jump. Given that the Pilot's Federation appears to have tipped off the Thargoids about the Gnosis' previous flight plans, it wouldn't be even slightly surprising if these remote systems were found to be full of nasty bugs. If you want to find out for yourself, you'll need to get on board no later than the 1st of May. As Albert Einstein once muttered to himself as he mused on scientific method, Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And as Archimedes once said, bugger off, I'm having a bath. Record Repairs from IDA as Indycroft flops. With all Thargoid damaged stations in the Pleiades repaired, Operation IDA has been stepping up the pace of repairs to damaged stations in the bubble around Seoul. Five stations have been repaired since the start of April. With the help of many groups as diverse as the Hutton Truckers and the Smiling Dog Crew, Jet Market in HIP 23395 was repaired in a record 3 hours 36 minutes, and a second station in the same system, Diomin Station, was also repaired in the same 24-hour period. If Operation IDA can keep up the same pace of repair, we can gradually begin to claw back the bubble from the Thorgoid menace. In related news, Cannon's Operation Indycroft, which was testing the theory that selling vast numbers of Guardian relics at a station under threat of attack would somehow protect the station from the Thargoids, was successful. Successful, that is, in demonstrating that the theory is wrong. Children of Tothos Disarmed in Exciting Rescue Archimbold Terminal is once again in safe Federation hands after the death cultists of the Children of Tothos were disarmed in a thrilling last-minute action attack from within by undercover Federal agents. Death cultist-in-chief Barnabas Cole was apparently just about to press the big red button to blow up the station using the 300 megaton nuclear device he'd brought along for the occasion when he was shot dead by one of the Federal agents. Everyone else is well. Not many people were hurt, and life aboard Archimbal Terminal is returning to normal. So there's no need for a developer-led event here. Thank you very much. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.